everyone. We're recording today from Soho Works. This is Arts to Activism. I am speaking to singer-songwriter and artist Naima. Hello, Naima. Hi, it's so good to be here today. Good, I'm so happy to have you. Um, how are you? I'm good. I, you know, I'm just taking in the beautiful day, the beautiful views. No, I'm good. It's been a really crazy month, and I'm excited about a lot of things. A well, recent trip to Hawaii. I heard. Yes, still have some sand in my hair. As adjusting. You <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, I would love to just kind of start off by filling everyone in on your story. Yeah. Who you are just a little bit about you. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess first things first. I'm from Washington D.C. Yeah. Um, I. I'm a singer-songwriter. Like the songwriting thing has always been my first love. Um, I've always been really interested in just storytelling in general and just capturing these different voices and moments in time. And the singer thing I kind of fell into in the process of recording demos for other artists back in like, I don't know, 2009 I got started with that and ended up in a room and the team was like, why don't you be the artist? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> but I guess so. But yeah, it like opened up this crazy door of, um, you know, just being in front of the scenes on stage, like finding this voice um, inside of me. So yeah, I guess professionally got launched in 2013. I released my first single, did some really good stuff with Billboard. So that kind of catapulted things that cool. I'm grateful for. <laughs> um, and just out here for about three years. I went to USC and I came back and here we are today making music. Gotcha. Very cool. What was that whole process like? Finding your voice, suddenly yeah. catapulting to being the one who's yeah. on the mic and yeah. writing for them. What was that whole thing like? Honestly, it was a learning, a big learning curve. Um, crazy enough in 2013 when I had that first single, you know, do its thing, it set up like all these tours and all these performances and these like meet and greet things, just like all this public facing moments. And it was that moment, cause kind of taking a step back, like I really thought I was gonna be a songwriter and an ambassador, which are two very random things. But yeah, so I, I always wanted to do like world traveling and you know, work with people around the world. And when I switched from behind the scenes to in front of the scenes, I guess, I realized, you know, it was just another space to connect with people and all kinds of people and have an opportunity to be in front of people that I wouldn't have had a connection to otherwise. Yeah. So it was good in that regards of having the chance to meet so many different people and like perform and go places I wouldn't have gone otherwise. But also I was so unprepared because <laughs> at the time, like back in the studio, I had like three songs and it did not have a roster like ready to go for yeah. like an album and this and that and this and that. And as an independent artist, like it was just a quick wake up call of everything you have to do as an independent artist, right. as an indie of being like your one woman show, finding the right people, finding that team, making that happen. And so I'm grateful for that learning curve and the great year and a half it gave me. And I feel so much more prepared today. Right. <laughs> What, have you always just wanted to be independent or? Um, so it's more so that there's a lot of bad deals out there, honestly. Yeah. And I've just, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of them. <laughs> I won't name names, obviously, but it just hasn't been the right thing for me yet. And so, I mean, the good thing out of that is that it's pushed me to learn, you know, things I wouldn't have done otherwise and to take on that responsibility. But if the right deal comes along, you know, I'll say yes. <laughs> But till then. <laughs> no, absolutely. That makes sense. I think it's hard to put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. To see so many things happening around yeah. you. Yeah. Less than ideal. And it's yeah. almost, it's cool because either you go the route of 
giving up more than you want to give up as an artist, or you take the legwork to really invest in yourself and invest in that that big ship that like you create yourself that has way more of a value that you've created and you own more of. And right. I mean, that's my goal ultimately. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Ownership, I feel like is a big conversation these days. Totally. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, it hasn't been a conversation in the past is kind of upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what kind of stuff would you find yourself writing about? How did you connect to the audience? Yeah. Is it all over the board or? It is. Okay. So <laughs> I, I guess like, cause I kind of went this like new Renaissance recently, but back in the day, um, kind of fitting to like college years, you know, everything was love songs, breakup songs, yeah. getting back together songs, all that good stuff. Um, but I got a little bored of that personally, but a lot of my more recent stuff has been really focused on empowerment nice. and not only for myself, but for my sisters and just like really saying like, go for it, do your thing, be you, live your life and enjoy it and like do the best you can. Um, and so that's kind of like the mood that I've been in recently, and that's what the songs have been about, and it feels right. <laughs> I guess that kind of segues into the theme of this podcast, but um, what what does activism mean to you? Does that come into play yeah. in your life? Is that how you, do you use your music to channel that? Or yeah. when you say, you know, empowerment and, and giving women a voice, yeah. speaking up for us, is that... Is that something that sort of feeds into that narrative for you? Absolutely. It absolutely does. Um, so how do I make sense of this? So mm -hmm. yes, it's a big part. Activism is important. Art is important. And through my music, you know, when I look to the songs that still resonate to me, not only are they capturing a moment in time, but they're also like timeless, you know, messages like, like that. Yeah. that you always need, that are always relevant and can always like play a space for culture. And so... The music that I do, not only in terms of like representation of who I include in the process, whether that's like the producers or women or like the engineer is a woman or like, right. you know, I'm working, I'm Muslim and I'm African-American and Muslim and I have a lot of musicians play that, you know, are from areas that like maybe don't usually get an opportunity, like right. some musicians in Maryland I work not with. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Like you're, let, let's get you on board for the project and like play sax, like whatever, you know, yeah. there's always a space to make those moments happen. And for me, because my community and both like the Muslim community, the black community, I've just gotten so much support that I find it important to also create spaces like that Absolutely. and give that opportunity as much as I can, you know, as much yeah. as I am able to, but yeah, so just from like holistically in the production and creation process, like there's spaces there to add voices that might not otherwise have an opportunity or a platform to get out there. Right. Um, but then also just in terms of like the type of messaging that I'm putting out there, um, I want personally to be positive and to be impactful and to like really resonate for empowerment, positive empowerment, obviously not like bad things, but right, 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 <laughs> you know, right. the good yeah. kind. <laughs> yes. I like that. It's like giving back to the things and the people that made yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Then, that's amazing. Yeah. What, um, is that sort of the idea behind Born to be a Fighter? Yeah, tell yeah. Me, tell me a bit more about that. That song is like my dream come true right now. So first oh. off, like, hello, pandemic times, like COVID happened. Uh, really worried at the moment like when it, everything started of like what to do like no performances studios are shutting down scary oh my god completely and i had never so that aside like you know never done anything at home really that was like 
professionally created, like finished to start. So, or start to finish. <laughs> but that said, you know, almost there. Um, so I had an opportunity to connect with two writers virtually on Zoom that I had literally never met before. And we were like, all right, let's like hop hey on guys. here. Hey, you know, had like an eight hour session that included meeting each other, making a song, finishing a song, and you like just did it all in eight hours. And then had to like wrap it up a few days later. It was oh like an gosh. intensive songwriting session that thankfully worked so well and like basically launched the team that then became the Born to be a Fighter team. So we did a different song. Cool. But then we came back together and we're like, we like working together. It was me and two other women and we just said this works. Like let's make another song. Right. So Born to be a Fighter happened out of like these early fall you know, fall, winter, pandemic times, and this isolation that kind of drove this feeling of like, we need to be like, we need strength, we need to be stronger, we want like to feel together, even though we're apart. Um, so yeah, so Born to be a Fight, we wrote it, I recorded it at home, I set up an at home studio, which was my first time doing so. so. And cool. instead of saying no, I said yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can sing this song. And like, meanwhile, like how to make a home studio, you know? <laughs> Like me with my podcast. Yeah, band. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, we went to like all the little music stores that were open, which was such a long line because like one person at a time, right. but everything worked out. We got all the stuff and did it. And I just released the song um, last month in February as part of Black History Month. Amazing. And I did a lead up kind of talking about arts and activism. I did the lead up to the release by highlighting um, different African-American women throughout history. And that was the lens that I wanted to take with it, um, who embody this born to be a fighter message. That's incredible. And then I followed up with it recently for Women's History Month with a lyric video that highlights you know, women's from, women from all different kinds of backgrounds, um, all different fields of experiences and industries. And you know, I just wanted something that just celebrated women and you know we're all born to be a fighter we all have like a common thread and like a part in all this so absolutely yeah I think it's definitely if that is a silver lining of 2020 yes that it really brought these things to life exactly and it makes you sort of shift priorities yeah and inspired as discouraging as it was in so many ways yeah you have that as well yeah I had I just like literally had no idea that I could create something like professional recording via virtual sessions yeah. in at-home settings like yeah, just it's, it's so cool never knew yeah. forced to be creative yeah yeah um that's amazing so that is where can we listen to that, is that on Spotify yeah yeah everything? yeah okay cool exactly everything in the All um the lyric video is on youtube it like reached 8k in a week which wow. is like amazing so i'm pleasantly surprised a, a few schools actually have used it already mm -hmm. which is so sweet it's like now my the song's video that you know really celebrates women and different types of women right kids are seeing i'm like awesome yeah, that's so cool <laughs> are there you know that's a huge thing female empowerment yeah is there other causes that you champion or yeah. that you try to incorporate into your work into yep. your art and kind of express it for you? Yeah, so Muslims and mm -hmm. Muslim Americans in art, especially pop culture, like right. it's, I haven't been able to identify personally with um, any musicians who identify as Muslim, like in pop music or in R&B and that kind of nature. So that said, like I've done a lot of work with National Geographic and a few other, I'm from, being from DC, there's a lot of, you know, organizations obviously that <laughs> actively support Muslims and, you know, want to create a platform to highlight voices like mine. But it's just been a really big deal for me. Like it was hard at the start. I'm sure, that's special to be like a representative so hard. of yeah. the community. And I was so shy about it, you know, like 
there weren't any other women in my community like playing guitar, like it's not like wearing a scarf. On. Like I don't, I'm not a hijabi. So like, where do I fit in in this narrative of like Absolutely. extremes in art where it's like you're either covered, you're not covered, but there's no like in between necessarily. Right. And so that was hard to like keep that identity and you know say that it is important without necessarily visually going to one extreme or another. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's been a big deal for me and whenever I get an opportunity to talk about that thread and like, yeah. you know, the music that I do kind of reflects that space spiritually, but also like, it's just important, important to include more Muslim women and for them to know that there's a space for them too. And it's not like Absolutely. we're not doing horrible things, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think that it's such a part of the conversation of representation. Yes. Just how important it is. To yeah. Those voices, those people, those things that you can look up to mm -hmm. that speak to you. Because a lot of people in this country don't get that. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, I have a lot of those conversations of like, you're Muslim, you don't look Muslim. And then I have to have yeah. these conversations. But it's like, you know what, fine. Like, I'll take it on. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah. if my music is a way of introducing you to like other types, like that there's multiple Muslims, like our identities are shifting and changing. Yeah. Like there's not one thing for anything, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Has that <laughs> sort of been... A consistent inspiration for you when writing music these days? Mm, yes and no. I think more so in who I make a shout out back to. Like even the video I did, right. like I made sure that when I was including Muslims, which I did in the visual lyric video, it wasn't just one kind of Muslim. You know, right. we have like a broad spectrum because I think it's important to remind people of that every day. But um, the music itself, not so much, but like, again, like the musicians that I include yeah. or like whoever I reach back out to, yeah. like I try to create a space there. Right. And if it's just you and your persona and your, yeah. your platform, that's yeah. as well. Yeah. In terms of a platform, how do you kind of feel about social media <laughs> and the ways to use it and the ways, you know, yeah. especially I feel like in 2020 with everything that happened, yeah. it's been quite a year for social media, totally. for activism, for performative activism, for, you know, using these platforms to speak yeah. on something, whether it be true, whether it be fake, you know, there's, it's yeah. just, the whole concept has just been so kind of elevated yeah. in 2020. So how does that feel for you as an artist and having to use that as, you know, a part of your platform? Yeah. So I struggle with this constantly, this kind of balance between Unfortunately, what I feel resonates with my followers, which, you know, unfortunately tends to lean on like selfies and outfits nice. and what I want to talk about and what I do post about. And so it's hard, like it's yeah. hard to kind of be in this machine of numbers and engagement and followers and like, how do you navigate that and then also navigate what actually matters and right. so i've kind of like this year has been great because i kind of just said like whatever like let it go i'm gonna do like post the things i want to post yeah. and like good. we'll see what happens whatever yeah. <laughs> so it's good in that i just like exactly i just like don't care anymore like i'm gonna right. do the things i want to do on here and see what happens but um that said it you know it's been a great driver and for me you know, use it as a tool. Yeah, yeah, like all this stuff for the lead up to the release of the song, you know, sharing these stories of these black women, taking over my Instagram to highlight for like two weeks people that weren't me was like, that was kind of a big That's deal. Really I was cool. like, yeah. you know, bye. Like, I'm just going to let it go and like put the information here. And it worked out well, but it's like those kind of jumps are a little like, unknown and it's a little bit like am I gonna lose engagement like I don't know who cares yeah. let's see what's gonna happen yeah, yeah yeah but it's worth it and I'm glad you know I'm glad yeah. it worked out <laughs> if it feels right then yeah it's take it right. yeah. yeah it sounds also a lot like 
this isn't a thing. It just kind of popped into my mind. But yeah. Like, it feels like that's the artist's dilemma, that you have to do some things. Yeah. A little bit disingenuous. Yep. Like, you write the little pop songs that yeah. you know are going to do super well, <laughs> give you your name, yeah. and you have your name, so then you can start doing things that really, really 100%. And have those passion projects. 100%. Yeah, and building that. Yeah. yeah. I get that. <laughs> I think as long as it feels true to you and mm-hmm. you're having fun, then kind of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just do your thing. Do it. Yeah. Keep releasing your music. Yeah. Um, I, I personally believe that music is a form of art. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? I, I, just, <laughs> I think I almost, agree. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it's not. <laughs> I think it's so funny because I have had this conversation with you before about, you know, bringing you onto the podcast. And yeah. I had such a, I don't know, such a feeling of like, it's going to be visual artists, yeah. posters, photographers, digital artists, whatever. And then I was like, wait, music. Yeah. And so it's so funny. <laughs> and that's such a like, I'm such a big fan of music. So to not have that immediately click was interesting. Yeah. But I think absolutely there's especially also weirdly in 2020 because people didn't have much to do other yeah. than be cooped up so yeah. you were listening to music you were you know taking in things you hadn't before yep. and listening to entire albums when yeah. before you listened to just <laughs> one song yes so it really was such a, a player yeah in 2020 absolutely and the first thing that pops into mind is like the song give peace a chance like how many songs do we have that are just like so important of making that stamp of like the message that we all needed, you know? And so, yeah, 100% music as art, music as activism. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We matter. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Artists matter. (laughs) Um, One of my just final questions. Yeah. I ask everyone I interview. No one likes the question, but I do. I just would love to know what is your proudest achievement so far? Yeah. Or like a favorite piece of work, something that you've done that you can just be like, Hands down, I'm so proud of that. Yeah. It's, I know, it's Can such it, a hard Does it have to be one? Yeah, You're like, yeah, it does. No, no okay. Fine. So there's two. I mean... We can elaborate. Most recently, I, ha- I mean, I have to say this Born to be a Fighter lyric video. Absolutely. Because not only, you know, we all know, I just said, like, it was all done at home, virtually, whatever. But then creating this lyric video also at home between me and my husband, we spent so many nights like finding footage, like trying to get as many stories included as possible and putting this thing together. I'm just so proud of how that turned out and how well it's been received and just like giving that back again, like the video, like the video, I'm not in it at all. It's like really just a service. And I'm just like really proud of like how it all came together and how beautifully it amplified the song and the message. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also back when the Sandy Hook school shooting happened Mm -hmm. and the vigil took place in Washington, D.C. at the National Cathedral, you know, they invited me to play a song. And I mean, first being at the National Cathedral, but also in that space where we needed and everyone needed like this moment of reflection and this coming together. I played the song called Heart Be Brave. And it was just an honor to be included and to see how music could play a role for those parents and for those families and I was just very proud to be in that moment yeah Yeah, that's a really special thing yeah to participate absolutely heartbreaking but yeah 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 wow when and how did that come together was that a song that you'd written before yeah so it's one that I had done before someone found out about it (laughs) so reached out to me um 
Yeah, and then I was like the only Muslim featured in the program. So, and at the National Cathedral, so That's it was like incredible. a very cool, you know, cross community um, type of coming together moment. But yeah. I would say both of those things definitely qualify. Thank as you. A, very <laughs> <laughs> a question answered flawlessly. Thanks. <laughs> Um, well, that's sort of it for me. Awesome. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. This I'm was excited awesome. to, you know, continue seeing what work you do. Yeah. And definitely going to have to check out the video and Absolutely. everything. And everyone else, too. Go check it out. What are your What are your handles? Yeah. Where can we find you? Everything is Naima Music and Spotify or wherever else is just Naima. Okay. N-A-I-M-A. Yes, exactly. And thank you for like having this Soho Works and this podcast ability is amazing. So thank you for letting me be a part of it. Absolutely. Thank you.